0: Hello and welcome to Just Talkin', we're back, we're sitting at the kitchen table, Katie's excited as ever, wide awake, enthusiastic, excited to talk about what's been going on in our lives lately, the arrival fallacy, happy headlines, indulgences, and the rest. Let's talk about it, anything
1: and everything.
0: Let's discuss this calmly and rationally.
1: Come on in here, let's talk about it. Wait, 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 let's discuss this.
0: Ooh, it's been so long, Caitlin.
1: It has, and I still remember most of the words to our intro.
0: Yeah, she mouthed the whole thing to me from across the table. Okay, we need to let people know what you look what you look like right now.
1: Can I say for what you look like first? Ah, um, man, you fixed it. Your glasses were crooked, and it looked really funny for us. My me.
0: ears are crooked. Don't be mean. No. Yeah.
1: Everyone's ears are crooked, but your glasses were completely tilted. This is one. So I it made your numbers. eyes look like sloths from the Goonies. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow, brutal!
1: <laughs>
0: Katie's got her hair up. She's wearing her weekend vibes shirt, which is her pajama shirt, and she's got her new sweatpants on that she likes. So those are really thin. I folded those today, mm-hmm. way thinner than they look. Yeah, they look like thick sweatpants. They're, they're thin sweatpants.
1: Yeah, they're like terry cloth on the inside, so they're. I don't know what that means, but like washcloth. For
0: anyone at home, it means thin, super thin.
1: <laughs> I should have bought them a size bigger. Honestly, I might go back and why buy a second pair. Buy they're them just the same too tight. Size. I wanted them to be baggy. Oh. And they're tight. Anyways, this is not important. No one wants to hear about this. Um hey, what did you think of that sandwich?
0: It was a really good sandwich.
1: What about the smoothie?
0: Smoothie was okay. Sandwich was really was good. Not really I knew
1: good. you weren't gonna like the smoothie, but I bought that one for myself and I bought you a berry one, but they ended up putting mango in that one. So I had to drink the the one I, I intended for you. Well,
0: I think I'm going to be sick because I've absolved your mango allergy.
1: That's not how allergies yeah. work.
0: Yeah. It's like. I'm afraid. It's like. Uh, you're, you're absolutely uh, wrong. It's like pregnancy hunger. Like I'm no. w- I'm in this with mm-hmm. you.
1: No. I hate. That's mango. not. A, no.
0: I, I hate mango. Because it hurts you. <laughs> We are back, That's and sweet. people have been pining for the show, Katie. Yes, like, we have. Do just talking. Our family tremendous members.
1: Amount of fans. Your 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 family out in California.
0: <laughs> no, but there's been others.
1: I know our our good friend Beth.
0: Beth and Pam.
1: Pam and Beth. Yes. Pam is
0: actually the one that suggested a rival fallacy. She's the one that showed it to me. Oh, really? Yeah, and some other people.
1: She's she's the one that lives. in, She also lives in New Jersey, or no? I feel bad.
0: Pam lives in New York, I believe.
1: New York, that's right. But yeah. she...
0: Lives in Dallas. Moved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And now this is an episode yes. about wonderful Pam.
1: Pam, we love you, Pam.
0: Well, anyway, we're back. We wanted to do it. Katie's got to get in the right mood, though.
1: <clears throat> yes, there's certain times during the day where my energy levels just come to a screeching halt, and that's most of the day. That's about 22 hours of the day. Screeching halt, 22 yes. hours a day.
0: Wow. I haven't stopped talking since 9 a.m.
1: Yeah, that's what you do for a living. So. But today's
0: been especially a talking-filled day. I did JJR, then a phone meeting, then I just did a phone interview. Now we're doing this, and then I have a phone meeting again.
1: I can't even imagine going the full day talking because to me, a nice day off is just if I can go like 10 hours straight without saying anything at all to anyone. That's not true. That's a nice day.
0: You're a liar. You you paint yourself in such a different light than who you are.
1: You no, like I mean, to paint I yourself really enjoy as this
0: grump, and you're like the sweetest, nicest. I'm not.
1: ai don't paint myself as social a grump. Butterfly. I of. Do, I am. I do enjoy socializing and being out with my friends, but I don't have. A, sometimes I don't have a lot to say. Sometimes I'd much rather just sit in silence, even when I'm with my friends. So, like when you were gone, Jimmy went on the. So this is an update. Jimmy went on um, his a trip for his one of his best friends bachelor party. And I was home alone for what was that 3 days? Yeah. And one of the days I just I was home the entire day, didn't say a word. Felt great.
0: That's weird. I used to do that. Just
1: being alone <clears throat> and being I don't know.
0: I used to do that when I worked at my office. I would go yeah, in, I'd say I remember hi. yeah. <clears throat> I would go in, I'd say hi to people and then I'd go in my office and I'd I'd work. And I wouldn't talk to anyone for until 5 p.m. And then I'd say goodbye. Yeah. Because I just didn't care about. I I don't care about idle banter.
1: Yeah. I just sometimes it takes so much energy out of me to have like a normal conversation with people.
0: Because you're so weird.
1: Because I'm such a weirdo. And the things that come out of my mind are just stupid and no one else agrees with them.
0: Your parents and people requested that we give a lavalette update in these. The town what's going on in the town because you you have the heartbeat of the town because you work at the uh the the local establishment
1: um the only update really is that they finished the the beach replenishment you've been in the
0: ocean a couple times?
1: Yes, I have. There was two days. I've been in the ocean 3 days now since the season, the start of the season. And two of those days, the water was beautiful, very swimmable. And then one of those days, the water was ice cold. I couldn't do it.
0: What was the day when I went in with you? Are you not counting that day? Me, you, and your dad?
1: When we jumped in really quick? Yeah. That was the day that was ice cold. I couldn't even oh, go out all like the way Oh, I don't feel like pussy in. now. Great.
0: Because that was way too cold.
1: Yeah, that was so cold.
0: Yeah, your parents came and they had a nice visit. But the town is still sleepy. It's summer. It's June. No, I guess it's technically not summer. But I think... next week it may swiftly change when school's out and then the lifeguards are on duty and they're collecting badges. Yes. Then this town's going to be booming.
1: Yeah. So what everyone says... Sorry.
0: Wow. Big yawn.
1: Oh, really big yawn.
0: Oh, no. Oh, wow.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What everyone at work says is that... um, Memorial Day weekend is one of the busiest weekends, and then there's like a two week stretch after Memorial Day weekend where the town just goes back to being Sleepy. a ghost town, mm-hmm. and then after that, that's when the schools get out, and then it just they come swarming in.
0: I wasn't excited, but I am now, and you're not yet.
1: I'm not excited yet,
0: but I think you have to think like I'm.
1: I'm really trying to force myself into the attitude and the spirit of summer.
0: All you have to do is walk the boardwalk during sunset, and I'm there. Then I get reminded that we live in a place that I used to vacation for two weeks yeah. every summer. And yeah, we some live in people, paradise. But it's... Some people get one week of vacation all year, and they spend it here. And we live here for the entire summer.
1: Right. I'm not, I, I want to make it very clear that I'm not complaining. I understand that this town thrives on the summer tourism. And I respect that. And I mean, I lived in a, a popular vacation destination for six months, Rome, and I had to deal with tourists every day. But I was also kind of a tourist. You were. And like I understand, I completely understand it. I'm not complaining. It it does make life difficult, though.
0: Well, just the parking situation is a mess, and it's parking, a pedestrian and town. And
1: driving and walking anywhere, and you know, getting Walking's getting in line. Same. Walking's
0: not any different.
1: I can't cross the street. It takes me 10 minutes to cross one block.
0: Well, that's because you've always been a slow street crosser.
1: (laughs) Has nothing to do with the speed of my walking. Has everything to do with the traffic. Yeah.
0: Well, I'm excited because I I found out about sun shirts. My life's vastly improved.
1: Yeah, Jimmy's obsessed with sun shirts now. It's weird.
0: You sweat. The cotton gets wet. Now you're wearing a wet, sweaty shirt. Sun shirts don't do that.
1: Yeah, it just, it wicks, it's a wicker. Yeah. Is that what they call it? Yeah, and you know, I
0: just put one that says "Talking Yanks and I put it on sale in our store and I bought it just to see what it's like. Wow. Yeah. And I bought myself- Making my, moves, <clears throat> Jimmy. And I, well, and I bought myself a, so now I, that's going to be my fourth. You know fourth. they have
1: short sleeve shirts that are in the same material, right?
0: Yeah, but I don't like t-shirts. I like long sleeve shirts.
1: That is bizarre to me. For someone who hates being hot- but, like, my hates-
0: body's like, short and fat, so, like, T-shirts don't, it just makes me look more of a square.
1: Oh, Jimmy. Is that really how you feel about yourself? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to have to give you a big hug after this.
0: So, I like long-sleeve shirts. But then Luke noticed, he gave me the sun shirt he bought me, and I instantly rolled the sleeves up. And Luke was like, it's funny that you, you do that just naturally. Yeah. And I was like, I know. But I, I like long-sleeves rolled up. Just all what right. jives with my body.
1: All right. Whatever makes your your boat float.
0: Okay. You want to get into the main topic?
1: Let's get into it.
0: <clears throat> this is a new thing that someone wrote about. Uh, some professor at like Harvard or something wrote about. It's called the arrival fallacy. It's kind of interesting. I love these. This was the very beginning of Just Talking. If you didn't listen to the early episodes, a lot of them were just me. We're talking about cognitive biases. I love cognitive biases. We kind of talked about all the ones that are interesting. But Pam sent this over and it's a new one that people are talking about. And <clears throat> it's basically, Katie, like when you think your life's going to change once you accomplish X right? and then you accomplish X, then you're full of sadness because your life didn't change.
1: Right. Well, I think, I think the problem with that is, this is going to sound so cheesy, but when you have a goal... The satisfaction comes from the action of achieving that. Like, you know, the process in which you struggle to achieve that goal. That's the satisfying part, is challenging yourself. And then once you have it, it's just, it's not as, you know, it's like, all right, that's done.
0: Yeah. So this guy who wrote this article in New York Times, he said... um, A little over a year ago, I drove home from the airport with the windows down and the radio on full blast after filming the last scenes for the Netflix docu-series, The Innocent Man, the John Grisham book. Uh, I like uh, documentary. I like that one. You can probably hear Zimmer pitter-pattering around. He's, what's he doing, circling? Mm -hmm. Well, sorry about the background noise. That's Zimmer. Uh, So this guy, he says, I was so proud of the work I'd done investigating two wrongful murder convictions in a small city in Oklahoma in the 1980s. This was work that mattered and I was thrilled to be part of it. But a few days later I sat in my truck and cried. An empty work schedule yawned before me, and I was sure that most I was sure that my most meaningful achievement was in my rear view mirror. This wave of hopefulness has a name. I was experiencing a rival fallacy. What's Zim doing? You still watching him?
1: He's just He smells so bad I keep getting like
0: Yeah, I get taken to the groomer of him.
1: Katie's scared <laughs> of taking. To we
0: haven't taken him to the groomer because <coughs> he's really I'm old. And the last time we took him to the groomer, he came home and he had either a seizure or severe cramps. Simmer, just lay down, buddy. But his body didn't work, and he dreads. He was just, he was just pleasuring himself. That's it why gross. I got. That's why I got up and kicked him. And now he's got to shift positions because I did that. If I just let him pleasure himself to completion, gross.
1: gross. That's enough. We
0: wouldn't be dealing with the pitter patter. <laughs> but it takes him an hour to sit down because he's so old. Anyway, we got to take him to the groomer, but Katie's scared. Kind of him too. Anyway, so this is the full quote from the Harvard professor. Arrival fallacy is this this illusion that once we make it, once we attain our goal or reach our destination, we will reach lasting happiness, the Harvard-trained psychologist says. There was another example that this guy wrote an article about how he was dating this girl. And they're in love and she went to Thailand and used her credit card at a machine that had a scammer on it and they stole her entire life savings, 30 grand. And he had to make the decision like, oh shit, do I stay with her and get a real job because he was doing his passion project and like help her live? Do we get through this together or do I just bow out because like this is too much? They're only dating for six months. Oh wow. And he decided to stay with her. And he kept telling myself, once we get back to like this number, it'll be fine. It'll be happy. But everyone was like, it won't be because you're miserable now. Right. That's not going to fix it. So it's more about like enjoy the journey. Right. And don't have everything be part of the It's like that
1: expression, don't, don't live to work, work to live. Like what you're doing that, you know, that you spend most of your day doing should be something that you're at least interested in.
0: I think it's the but opposite of what you said. That you had no,
1: where... no. I know. Let me finish. Okay. You should at least be interested in it because you are spending a majority of your day. But it shouldn't. Your whole life shouldn't revolve around what is making you money, because what, what are you going to do with that money? If your whole world is just making money through that one mode of of income, that job that takes up eight hours of your day, seven days a week or more, then what do you have left? You don't have time to enjoy the money that you're making. So I think that's that, true. I think that what you do shouldn't be it shouldn't make you miserable because you are spending so much time doing it. But I don't think that should be your whole life.
0: Yeah. And it's just like just know that once you achieve it, it's like that's not going to lasting happiness doesn't come with this.
1: we're so, insatiable creatures. There's no satisfying us.
0: I read there's
1: I, absolutely no satisfying human beings. You always want more.
0: I read that this is why Hollywood's full of depressed and people that f- go to drugs and alcohol because their whole life they want to be a famous actor right. or a famous musician. Right. And then once they achieve that, and then they just sit back and wonder like... Um, How do I get more? This wasn't as cool as I thought it was going to be or whatever. Like, or they're oh, just shit.
1: chasing a rush for the rest of their yeah. life. Yeah. yeah. So then they, that, s- they get a taste of the fame. They think, well, what do I have to do next to become even more famous or establish an even... Uh, you know higher reputation within this industry mm-hmm. and they're constantly chasing that until finally they break so cool, cool example anymore. is
0: uh leonardo DiCaprio is chasing his um uh oscar forever like he mm-hmm. never got one he finally got one for the revenant do
1: you think he was chasing his oscar or that he was just an artist pursuing his passion who, who, who happened who, to uh, be he really wanted
0: it he really really wanted it like forever how do you know snubbed?
1: that as he said that in interviews I don't think he really cared about it.
0: Okay. Well, people really wanted it for him.
1: Every, yeah. His fan base wanted it for him. They thought that Maybe, he deserved well, it guess, so much longer. I would longer guess he kind
0: of was like, so fucking ago. give me this Oscar already.
1: He probably had in his mind like, okay, I deserve this more than so and so. But I don't think that he was, I don't think that all actors live for that award.
0: No, a lot of actors say like awards are ridiculous. Like this isn't yeah. a sport. But Matt Damon and Ben <laughs> Affleck won an Oscar for best screenplay for uh, my favorite movie, Goodwill Hunting. Mm-hmm real early on, the first movie they ever really like, not first, but big picture that they did by themselves. And Matt Damon in an interview I I listened to, he said, it was the best thing that happened because I've seen so many actors and actresses chase that goal. And because we got it so fast, we found out how meaningless it was right away. Right. Where other people devote their lives to winning this and they're going to find out they devoted their life to something meaningless. Right. And that's kind of this I always thought it was kind of pretentious that Matt Damon said that because like, yeah, dude, but like that's like saying it's like when a really rich person tells you, you know, happiness isn't from money. And it's like, yeah, but it's a lot easier. So it's a lot easier for Matt Damon to say, hey, this was no big deal because he won it right away.
1: But I see that I I
0: still see. Yeah,
1: Now, I mean, I don't know. I, I see a lot of value in what he said. I don't think that's pretentious. I think that no one should live their lives chasing awards or chasing accolades they should just be doing things that make them happy and help others you know i don't think that the the big picture should only be
0: what's your do around you have one an object do you have an, an end objective? goal do you have something in your life I have, that you're i'm like, the least ambition,
1: I, i'm the least ambitious person i know i have literally no goals <laughs> i'm happy just doing what i'm doing <laughs> and surviving
0: so you have nothing like, once I get this, I'll be happy?
1: No, I have, once I get a college degree, then my mom will stop telling me to go back to school. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've already obtained a lot of my goals.
1: Yeah. You, yeah, really- you are, you are, What I mean, do you have one solid goal for like talking Yanks and, and John Boy Corporation? Like, do you have uh, one flag that you need to reach?
0: Yeah. Be able to live off it. Yeah. Like right now, we. Can't. but I
1: think that's a, a general enough goal that it's, you're never going to reach a point where you're like, okay, I'm living off of it now. What, now what? I think that's something that's so broad. It, what it, What is living off of?
0: I'm driven more by fear with, yeah. with the content we make. Yes. That it will be stale or that people will just one day like I'm over this.
1: Right. Well, I think anyone in that, in your industry. If you will, um, they probably all feel that way because. But like it too- is fleeting. It is, I mean, especially now that like podcasts are such a big thing and it's becoming a very saturated. Yeah. Industry. I think that it is that's a that's a good fear. It's a good fear to have, Jimmy. But I don't think you should worry about that so early on.
0: Well, I'm just saying that's driven more by that, like, I, I, and by the timeliness of the internet. Like, you have to be every day, quick, right, and quick. You have
1: to be the first one. to You're on out. call, right?
0: Like, like I'm on with the breakdowns I'm doing on YouTube right now. I'm on call.
1: I'm very aware of that.
0: Well, yeah, I won't be on call this Friday when we go strawberry picking.
1: I hope not. I won't. Okay. I think we should even leave our phones in the car or something. I'm fine with that. That'd be that'd be interesting.
0: But then we can't take all our cute pictures and Instagram stories. Let's
1: bring like a. Let's bring a disposable camera or something. That'd be fun. I have a digital camera. Yeah, we could do that too.
0: I like that idea. Ah, oh,
1: that's a great idea. High five. Date day.
0: Um, but yeah, like two years ago, I tell this story often. I was really, really hungover, and and with my hangovers. At this, like after like twenty five, I want to say, right about time we met. With my no, before that. Like twenty four. With my hangovers came severe depression for like a day, like mm-hmm. an instant. Like, what the fuck are you doing with your life? Yes, uh, you're worthless. Like, why are we doing? Like, you now we just when your to do. body
1: feels bad, your brain feels bad, and so your I, brain just sends the worst possible messages.
0: Yeah. So, so I had that going on. We got really drunk the night before in Lavalette. Mm-hmm. and I was here for two weeks, and. I think it was like right when we met. You didn't come with me this summer, but we were had just we had started dating. You
1: was this for your for your sisters. It was
0: the summer after that. Oh. Same that was in April and then this was in August. Oh, on. okay. You didn't come. You were in you were in
1: then that, we we'd been dating for at least 6 months then.
0: Maybe it was a summer before that. All thing.
1: I know is you went to your sisters um the engagement party in Lavalette. That was in April. And you called me and told me you loved me. You yep. left a voicemail. That's, that's honest drunk A drunk, stuff. A that's drunk on, voicemail. That's, this is secrets. They're not secrets. People don't know I love you. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I would hope that was an assumption. We live together. Uh, We've been any, together for three years. That's all? Yeah. I know. It feels like forever, right? <laughs> I hate that.
0: <laughs> no. It sounds slight. If someone tells me they've been dating for three years, I think that's nothing. But for you and really? me, really,
1: because I think that's the biggest thing I've ever accomplished. Aw. <laughs> I've never, <laughs> I've never com- committed to anything. Longer anyway, than what I'm trying to say is two days. <laughs> I had to
0: leave. I was so hungover. I was depressed. I had to leave La Valette. I remember like not crying, but being like, my goal is to live here. I said it to myself and my dad. My goal is to live in La Valette for a year, a full year. Like I thought maybe it would be like. When I was 40 or like like 30, i like, I don't know, I was working from home for some other company. I got to just like live with my parents for a year. Like I just yeah. wanted to spend a full year here and we just did it. Like we, we were coming up on a year and a week, you and I.
1: Uh, technically. So, well, not technically.
0: So that goal arrived at. But I think it comes with lasting happiness because we're going to be here for a little longer. Who knows how long, but another year, hopefully. I don't understand that look you give me. Really-
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, another year. I could do another year.
0: You want to get out of here?
1: I just, I want to go live in the city for a year.
0: <laughs> oh, that's.
1: <laughs> or even just like you know, I don't. I want to. I want to hey, experience. Wanna go- I'm still young, so I still have it in my mind that like I can just go- get up and go move somewhere else for a little bit, yeah. which I technically can. I just did it. Yeah, we just did it, but
0: we. we. There's a we. we now. Yes, we. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and getting to me to go live in garbage to lose all our money for Well, it, it doesn't
1: have to be New York City. It could be like Philadelphia. That's not a garbage city. <sighs> okay, okay, maybe not a city. Maybe like just a more bustling town.
0: <laughs> You're so mad. People are coming.
1: But I need, not because, not because it's people, but because it's, it's, like inconsistent i'm the kind of person that doesn't deal with change like i don't mind change but quick rapid fire change that drives me nuts i can't handle it like i need consistency i need to live somewhere that's either always busy year round or always dead year round i can't handle the the, the change over i think you'll
0: just get used to it
1: yeah, I'll get used to it, and then when this town dies down, I'm gonna be depressed. I'm gonna be sad. I'm gonna be like, "What do we do now?" No way,
0: because it'll be fall, and we'll be going back to the <laughs> battlefield orchards to pick apples and do pumpkin stuff. These are all stuff. things
1: We're, Jimmy Jimmy refuses to believe that we have any differences. <laughs> so <laughs> when I tell him that I don't like something that he loves, it just he can't compute it. No, <laughs> right I just... now his smoke is coming out of his ears. He's just not functioning. <laughs>
0: no. Anyway, so that, so that was one. The other thing is I always wanted to m- my job to be making my own creative. Like doing wedding videos or videos for other companies like commercials and stuff.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I felt like it was such a waste because it was like I got to come up with an idea and then I don't get to put my name on it or use it for like my own. Right. So like work-wise, I mean the money's not there, but I'm doing what I, my goal was to do
1: to have some kind of creative outlet. Outlet. What
0: well, for my creative, creative outlet to, for my creative outlet to be what I do. Right. So I'm there with that as well. Yeah. But I feel fulfilled, but I'm still in the grind, but I don't know what I'm I don't know what the end goal is. It's just to keep doing this.
1: So it seems like you're in a good place then because you feel fulfilled doing what you're doing. I mean Yeah, I think the next goal is just a general one for survival sake n- make money
0: yeah I just did an interview <laughs> this guy interviewed me he's writing an article on like people that do what I do and he was like so what's n- what's next and I said oh, I just like to start making some money and then I was like, am I allowed to say that does that come off bad he's like I don't think so <laughs> <laughs> oof I just keep doing everything I'm doing but have money come in that'd <laughs> yeah. Be fantastic yeah that'd be great <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs>
1: Uh, I mean, you're so close. Like, what's, you know, that's a discussion for later. No, Um, we're close. We're going. Yeah. I just did a deal. Oh, good. Yeah. Things are good. Good.
0: All right. Let's move on to Katie. headlines
1: this week on katie's happy headlines our first headline iowa school giving students p.e. credits for helping elderly people with disabilities do yard work love it it's great
0: i, I do i do i do i do think you should have to do p.e. as well
1: i think p.e. should be completely different than what it is but yes well,
0: california p.e. is different ridiculous than the rest of the country. It's boot camp it's crazy
1: it's absurd um,
0: I think PE should focus more on team games than
1: California PE is team like you just play sports every week is a different sport.
0: Yeah, after running two miles,
1: you only have to do that once every couple of weeks.
0: Oh, Granada, you had to run two miles before every sport. You had to do eight. I
1: PE and, and they're yeah. not allowed to make you do that.
0: You had to walk or run eight laps around the track, then you would go do your sport. Seriously, I swear. After doing, like, calisthenics and stretches and runs. Because it was, you know, hour, 40-minute classes or whatever. They only never made
1: up. us run one mile, and we'd only have to do it, I think it was once a week. I hated doing the mile. I was every never day. a runner. Yeah.
0: But helping people is good.
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah, back to the headline. Helping people is great. I think that that should be a requirement for every student. If, if it doesn't accomplish much, at least it gives them empathy for people with you know who need have different needs anyways this restaurant owner fought Yelp's extortion tactics by asking for one star reviews and it brought him nothing but success i really thought that was going to stop at nothing <laughs> <It> brought <in laughs> him nothing. nothing
0: no good <laughs> yelp is legal extortion
1: it really... Yeah. Justine, no offense. I don't think she listens to this, but...
0: Your friend that works for Yelp.
1: Justine works for Yelp, yeah. And she mm. tries to explain it all the time to me and explain how it's really not that bad. And my, how old, my old company
0: hated Yelp. It was, it, it Yelp was extortion. Is, it was pay us for good reviews, pay us to have higher SEO.
1: Pay us to get rid of some of those bad reviews. Yeah, yeah. It's a very strange world to me. All right. All right. Texas school district donates cash from anti-gay church to local pride festival (laughs) so they took the cash from the church yeah and don't yeah hell yeah hell yeah right on yeah that's great
0: big win for the gays
1: you know I had this will be after the headlines, but I had a really good conversation with Skylar about this generation that's growing up now so passionate and having such a bad example for a leader and presidency. We're not going to do that. Yeah, we're not going to get into that. We'll talk. It's, it was She made some really good points. Anyways, <laughs> uh, Botswana decriminalizes homosexuality.
0: Another win for the gays. Woo! Good
1: job. Yeah, I can't believe it's taking this long for some. I can't believe it took America that long.
0: It's still not I know. Like done. I know. B- is it nationwide? Gay marriage legal nationwide? Yeah. I haven't been keeping up to date.
1: Yeah, for a long time now, Jimmy.
0: No, it can't be for a long time. Like three years ago, it was just like Chicago, Connecticut, California.
1: All right. Why do you always have to put a whale one in here? I'm, this is
0: what comes up.
1: Jimmy, you can. you're the one who copies and paste them into the document you don't have to add this i don't have a
0: million to choose from i just put the ones that are up how
1: is it that i did two episodes of this choosing the happy headlines and i didn't take one single whale article or because you
0: avoided it this is a good one
1: whales and dolphins can no longer be bred or kept in captivity under new legislation that passed the house of commons monday for the first time canadians can be found oh wait yeah, Canadians can be found guilty for possession of marine mammals, not just for poor treatment. That is such a long headline, but great. That's awesome. Yeah. Big win for the dolphins and whales.
0: Next up, let's get birds out of cages.
1: <clears throat> yeah, I think that is...
0: How come like, no one's been coming for
1: that? Yeah, really. That's completely accepted. Yeah. Widely accepted by our yeah. culture and society.
0: Yeah, it's one of the more fucked up human being things human beings have done throughout civilization. This
1: animal has one job. You see that thing job. that can fly. One job. <laughs> let's cage to it to fly. Let's put it in, in this tiny little cage where it can't even spread its wings. Yeah. God, it just made me really sad. Yeah. I feel so bad for birds. Yeah. All right. Ah, uh, let's see. South Bend man, seventy nine, graduates from Washington High School. Ugh, oh, this is my nightmare. I have nightmares all the time that I didn't graduate high school and then I had to go back to, to start college. hmm L- At least once a month I have this nightmare. And it is, I wake up in a cold sweat every time. So, good for this guy.
0: Yeah, real good.
1: Would not do that myself. No? <laughs> no. Seven-year-old girl sets up lemonade stand and raises more than $400 dollars. Donates all proceeds to rescue girls from human trafficking. That's sweet.
0: That's so sad. Why does this seven year old girl know about human trafficking?
1: Maybe she was a victim.
0: Well that's terrible then.
1: That's really terrible. But
0: if she's not a victim, it's kind of like just even brutal that I know that she's aware. I know that you want people to know what's going on in the world, but like seven Mm. how do you even explain to a seven year old I'm trying Any to think of, that. of what like, we're learning about. You haven't even had the birds and beat. Like what? How does that? I'm confused. I don't by think that. they
1: don't. I don't. I th- maybe her knowledge of human trafficking. You can generalize human trafficking as just the the purchase Kidnapping? and taking of human beings. Maybe it doesn't just, necessarily like, you know, have to we're be sexual. we just to help girls out. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm sure there's probably like a very watered down version of of that for kids.
0: Yeah, I'm also not sure how much $400 is going to help.
1: Well, we don't. Her intentions were very beautiful, so yeah. let's not shame the amount. It's lemonade, after all. Yeah. It's got to be a lot of lemonade, unless people were just handing. I did a hot cocoa stand once to to make um, backpacks for Christmas gifts for kids.
0: Her so, uncle came and gave her three hundred and ninety bucks, yeah. and then yeah. she sold two other cups. Yeah. yeah.
1: For five dollars a piece. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Let's not tear this girl down. <laughs> good good that was job. Seven year old girl. <laughs> That's really mean. Let's all right, anyways. Canada to ban single use plastic by 2021. I just saw this um, on some news feed. Very exciting. I think there's other countries too that are all kind of following suit. They're all gonna start banning single use plastics. There's going to be a list. they're coming up with a list of of products that are single use. To choose from. And they're supposed to have that done by the end of this year. Just the, just the list to choose well, from.
0: What's the, what? I mean, what is the list even?
1: So they're basically going to brainstorm all this, every single product that we use in, in household use that can only be used once and that gets tossed. They're going to co- just write it all down. And then from that list, they're going to decide what's the most wasteful. And what is the easiest thing to get rid of? Like, what's, what are the things that we really don't need that we have mm. that are single use?
0: Okay. Cool. I like that.
1: I could think of about a hundred things just looking around the house right now.
0: One hundred? Yes. I, I, I dare you to name ten.
1: Well, it's not just like plastic forks <laughs> and straws. I mean, like that bag of sunflower seeds, that bag's never going to be reused. That's a plastic bag that's going to go into a landfill. I may buy more
0: seeds, all right? And yeah, then,
1: in a bag just like that. But hear and me then out. Toss hear me, it.
0: No, hear me out. I might buy another bag of seeds, start eating out of it, come home, realize that I had a bag of seeds already it's opened, not, mix the one bag into not, the other, double use. No,
1: that's not how that works. I can, all my vitamins and medicines. All those bottles and containers they come in. What do we do with them when we're done?
0: So you're killing the earth. Yeah. Wow, that's mean of you.
1: Our waste.
0: Katie knew her earth killer.
1: Our waste. It, I don't even get. I don't even want to get into it. All right. It makes me mad. I'm mad at myself. Let's move on to.
0: <laughs> Before you disperse, I would uh, beg your indulgence for a moment. Indulgence. <clears> okay, <throat> what have you been watching, lady?
1: The Office. No, I. <laughs> I finished New Girl for the fourth time, maybe tenth time. Not allowed Who to am watch I kidding? Bed, yeah, I'm not allowed to watch that in bed or anywhere near Jimmy.
0: No, I like New Girl, but it's so jarring to fall yeah. asleep to. Yeah, they just it's scream. It's very punchy. Yeah, they're very punchy, and they just scream at every other. Da Like that's yeah. how the dialogue is. <laughs> if you didn't speak English and listen to New Girl, it would be nothing but like
1: da da da.
0: And that's how they talk. Everything Shut is up. like punched.
1: I, you're being, you're exaggerating it, but yes. of course I am. Okay, um, I've been I just recently started catching up on Handmaid's Tale again. We stopped at season two, like halfway through season two, and I, just, I stopped. I just I, I yeah, you doubted. stopped. But my my best friend Anna has been nagging me to keep watching it, and the new season, season three, just came out or is just starting. So I I said I would finish it, and I'm still watching season two. And at first I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love this show. Like I remember why I like this show so much. And then after maybe three episodes, I was like, oh, it's all the same thing. It, it's just long shots of Elizabeth. What's her name? Elizabeth. Or no, not Elizabeth. Something Olsen. Her last name is Olsen. Elizabeth. Not, not Elizabeth Olsen. That's the Olsen twin sister. Hmm. I don't know. Whatever her name is. It's just long shots of her face, either crying, grimacing, you know, staring up angrily through her eyebrows, like it's just shots of her face looking haggard and 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 beat down, and then a lot of rape and torture. It's just Elizabeth it's a, Moss. Moss Elizabeth Moss. It's a brutal show, but it's like it gets kind. Of, it gets old fast. So I don't. It's definitely not a binge show.
0: It got old for me.
1: Way too fast. No, no.
0: The first season was good. The first season It should was have great. been a one season thing. That's the thing. So it was based on a book
1: and the first season covered the entire book and they don't have another book to follow it with. So now they're just the writer of as the book she, and the writer of the show are creating it as they go.
0: As soon as she went on the road in season two, right, and like was going from like house to house or whatever. Yeah. I was like, oh, that is a TV formula. Mm-hmm just to drag things out like now she can stop and meet this people now she can stop and meet this person and that is how you can turn a series into an episodic but still keep the series storyline and i'm like i'm not interested in this right
1: um now it's i won't i won't spoil it not that you're gonna watch it but for anyone who does watch it i i don't know if i'm gonna get through season two I've already lost interest. It's just depressing and it's like they I'm get out. your hopes up and then they out. just shoot you down. And like they kill kids and it's just fucked up. It's a fucked up show. But also kind of like, you know, I don't know. It's, eh, that's what I've been indulging in. So I guess it's not really an indulgence. Oh, I have a new podcast that I listen to. What is it? It is Jensen and Holes. Um, mur- It's Murder, Squ- Murder Squad with Jensen and Holes.
0: More Murder Mysteries?
1: Um, it is from the same network. It's Karen and Georgia from My Favorite M- Murder. It's their podcast network. And it's Jensen um, Jensen Ackles, I think is his name. And then Paul Holes, who's a detective, that um, helped with the uh, East Area Rapist, that case. Mm. You know that big one that just got cracked? Yeah. Anyways, it's them talking about cases but it's focused on the victims and they they talk about the murderer and then they say like give descriptions of the of the missing persons and the victims and the whole point of the podcast is if you're listening and you recognize any of these incidences or traits or MOs about from the the murderer or rapist mm-hmm. and you know someone who experienced something like that but didn't come forward with it to the police To let them know because they're trying to identify more victims, so they encourage like internet sleuths to do their digging. They have a set of rules though you have to follow. It's really cool. I like it. It's very interesting. It's not not I you know can't contribute in any way, but I would too. I'm pretty good at it. Yeah, I think nowadays it's like that. That's basically what our generation.
0: Five years ago, I would tell my friends, uh, "Give me three pieces of information, and I'll find them for you."
1: Well, you're a history major, it's your job like you went to school literally for research.
0: Yeah, I know my way around some research buttons. <laughs> but it's cool.
1: <laughs> some research buttons. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's a good good show. Um, good podcast. I like it so far. It's very it's new though. They've only got a few episodes out so far.
0: All right, cool. I don't think I have anything new. Oh, fleabag. fleabag. I think we're gonna review fleabag on Six Pack Cinema coming up.
1: Oh. But so you're I you're gonna so watch have, it without me. We have
0: you, did you catch up? No. Yeah. I need you to catch up I Haven't had go, time. When you go upstairs to nap after we record this, can you watch some bag on your way?
1: I'm going to take a real nap. I'm sleeping. No, you're not. I'm so tired. Yeah. And Darn. tonight's karaoke night.
0: So what's At that At work. Mean? Oh, so it's going to be hell? It's
1: going to be... Well, it is, I don't think it starts until late, but everyone's probably going to stay after work and get drunk and hang out. Oh, my
0: other indulgence is Phoebe Bridger. has been listening to her non-stop.
1: stop He's been listening to her non stop yeah honestly think he might leave me for phoebe bridges voice bridgers bridgers
0: once you get it right
1: bridgers voice
0: um no i actually like her storytelling more than her voice
1: that is her symbolic voice
0: um i i actually i haven't done talking songs in a while and i i think i'm gonna have to do one on her since i've been listening to the same two songs for a week now gonna have to but we're gonna end this show with a different song because we talked about birds being in a cage we're gonna end this show with flightless bird no the avid brothers head full of doubt road full of promise the second verse is about a there's a line about a bird in a cage oh uh. is that okay with you
1: of course do
0: you have a final message
1: oh Jimmy, wait i found a song that you might really like what is it oh kind of want have to, have to no, I'll, I'll, we'll save it for next week because I have to, I have to Well confirmed.
0: Up. Katie's going to do this next week.
1: You would really like it because it's a singer just having a conversation with the audience, basically. That's cool. It's it reminds me of that one artist that you like that did that song. Um ah, it's really funny. He talks about. Oh, I'm really blanking. Todd now. Snyder. He, he's, it's a live version of the song. He's singing it and it's like,
0: yeah, we did it on the show. It's, um, um, fucking
1: right, right.
0: It's Todd Schneider. I can't think of the name, but I, I love that song.
1: Yeah. Anyways, he reminds me a lot of that guy. Can't complain. Can't complain. Yeah. It reminds me a lot of that song.
0: Do I just play can't complain now?
1: No, we already played that. I think.
0: Yeah, we did. All right. Go
1: ahead. Play your song.
0: Averitt brothers. I'm going to jump to the middle. Where they do the, the bird lyric.
1: Do whatever you gotta do. There was a dream